Today we hear one of Jesus' most, we could say, brutal parables in the gospel. The parable of the wicked tenants. The tenants are greedy people. You know, they default in paying their rent. The rent was the produce from the vineyard. And when the landowner comes and attempts to collect what they owe to him, they react, they react in a ruthless way, seizing every servant that is sent, beating them up, stoning, and even killing them. So no amount of servants that the landowner sends is able to handle the situation. The situation appears hopeless at this point. You know, the wicked tenants want to own the vineyard. They think they will be happy if they have the vineyard for themselves. So when the landowner sends his son to negotiate and talk them out of it, what do they do? They seize him and kill him. The son in the parable represents Jesus. The father sent his son into this world and what did the people do? They killed him out, killed him out of envy. It is terrible. However, it is not the end. This is a parable of hope. In Jesus, by dramatizing the story, um, is trying to do something. Now, Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees and the people of his time who really want to kill Jesus. They're envious. They're angry with Jesus. And in many senses, he wants to bring this anger up and he, he wants to give them an opportunity to turn back, to return um, to, to give up what they want to do. He's giving them an opportunity. It appears that if, if they, at some point they had stopped, if they had relented, for example, just like in the parable, if the tenants had stopped, the landowner would have forgiven them, just like Jesus would. He would have forgiven them if they had turned back. There's a story about a man named Jacques Fesch from France. He was born in the, um, I want to say in the, um, in the 20th century. He um, was born in, into a wealthy family. His father was a successful banker. His mother raised him Catholic. But Jacques, he was lazy, and he showed no ambition for anything in life. His parents divorced when he was 17 years old. Jacques became self-absorbed, and his, his um, conduct became so poor that they expelled him from school. 
His father, being a good father, gave him a job at his bank. By this time, Jacques had already abandoned his Catholic faith. He began to party and get into trouble. Jacques had a girlfriend. The girlfriend became pregnant. When Jacques was 21, he and his girlfriend married in, in a civil ceremony. He decided to resign from his job at, at his father's bank and just to enjoy life and do nothing meaningful. He ignored his wife, his baby. He fathered another child with another woman. But long behold, Jacques became unhappy with his life. And that's when he came up with this crazy idea of getting a boat, traveling to an island in Polynesia, and settling there for the rest of his life. He asked his rich father to buy him a boat. His father refused to do that. But Jack was being desperate to escape from his life, his situation, um, that he had made himself. He decided to rob a currency dealer so that he could get the money to buy the boat. So he got a gun, he attempted to rob, and everything went wrong as he tried to do this. He ended up murdering a policeman who tried to intervene and wounding three others who were nearby. He was caught and put into prison, and he was condemned to death for his crime. While he was in prison, he experienced a tremendous grace. Even though he tried to rob his father from all his riches, the son came to find and rescue him. Jesus comes to find and rescue him. He encounters a, a profound you know, spiritual experience while he is in the prison. And he writes a, a um, spiritual diary and, and, and um, and this is some of his um, quotes from his spiritual journal. He says, It was then that a cry burst from my, my breast, an appeal for help, my God, and instantly like a violent wind which passes over without anyone knowing where it comes from, the Spirit of the Lord seized me by the throat. I had an impression of infinite power and kindness, and from that moment onward, I believed with an unshakable conviction that has never left me. At the end of my first year in prison, a powerful wave of emotion swept over me, causing deep and brutal suffering. Within the space of a few hours, I came into the possession of faith with absolute certainty. I believed grace came to me a great joy flooded my soul, and above all, a deep peace. Jacques goes on to be executed for, for the crime that he committed. But before, he, before his execution, he had reconciled with his wife and, and his child. 
So today, um, Jackus uh, Fesch, he is a servant of God. The Archbishop of Paris um, uh, you know, submitted his life for a cause of uh, beatification. So it is in that process. And, and they, they did that because he represented something beautiful. Um, according to the Archbishop, Cardinal Archbishop, his life represented these verses from the Gospel. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. So, so brothers and sisters, it is never too late to return, to return to the Father, to go back, to leave our ways of waywardness, of sin. All we have to do is to cry, just like Jack has cried in that prison to God. And, and when you cry out to the Son who died, but is risen and waiting to bless you through his resurrection and give you a gift, he wants to give you a gift of the Father. Out of his gruesome death of Christ, there comes a possibility of unfathomable happiness. You know, that is what Jesus did through his death. His death was not useless. He has opened up heavens for us. All we need to do is to accept the Son, who never stops coming to us from the Father. You know, we don't you know, we, we don't really need the vineyard to be happy. What we truly need is the vine.